Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Good morning. You're all local for the 7th of December 2023. High clouds, really windy, but pleasant with a high in the low 70s today. And he continues to insist he's going to be there on Sunday night coaching the Cowboys. Head coach Mike McCarthy is home recovering after undergoing surgery for appendicitis yesterday afternoon. KRLD's Kurt Lewis has more on the coach's optimistic plan to come back to work. It's uh, certainly feasible. We started hearing about this yesterday morning, uh, kind of mid-morning, late morning, that uh, at the team's complex in Frisco, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn said the boss looked just a little under the weather. I saw him uh, earlier this morning. He just didn't look good, you know, and he said, man, I'm hurting. So uh, he went down to see the doc, and that's when uh, turned out to be more than uh, stomach bug, and uh, thankfully get it worked on quickly and and get him back and, and rocking here soon. And it turned out to be appendicitis, and McCarthy did go through emergency surgery yesterday, was sent home afterward, outpatient surgery these days. And a lot of the players, like Demarcus Lawrence, they recall how McCarthy navigated the team through the COVID outbreak, so he's taught them how to be nimble around unexpected developments. Shout out to COVID. It helped us learn how to adjust uh, quickly. Um, so, you, know, um, you know, but definitely praying for him, praying for him to get back, um, you know, healthy as soon as possible. And soon as possible could well mean as early as Sunday night's matchup with the division rival Eagles, and that leaves fans feeling pretty optimistic. He decided so, so he should, it should be no problem. He's a trooper. He'll bounce right back. And if McCarthy can't make it for Sunday, Sunday night's game at AT&T Stadium. It'll probably be Dan Quinn himself coming down from his usual perch up in the press box to lead the team from the sidelines. You might remember Quinn did just that a couple of years ago in a Thursday night game at the New Orleans Superdome when McCarthy had to sit out because of COVID protocols. I think I think McCarthy will make it back. Everybody that knows him say uh, says he's a pretty tough old bird, so he may well be standing on that sideline Sunday night. UT and OU reach a deal to keep the Red River rivalry at the Cotton Bowl through 2036. KRLD Stephen Pickering reports the stadium's about to get a major facelift. The goal of the project is to improve the experience for fans while maintaining some of the distinctive features of the Cotton Bowl. Architect Brian Truby with Overland Partners says the design of the stadium is drastically different from newer football stadiums. You can't get 90,000 people that close to the action in a new building. 
and that's one of the things that we're preserving. The renovation project will increase the capacity of the restrooms and add escalators. Officials from both schools say they're glad they were able to extend the contract to keep the game in Dallas. From the 24-hour news center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. In Ellis County, a drug bus turns up quite the hall. Here's Austin York. Ellis County deputies executed a narcotics search warrant on a home off Maple Leaf Street near Red Oak and found a whole lot more than just drugs. Not only did they find meth, 15 grams of amphetamine, lots of marijuana and drug paraphernalia, they also found about $18,000 in cash. That's not all. Authorities seized 55 firearms, including four that were stolen, three stolen motorcycles, and two stolen cars. Ellis County deputies arrested two men and a woman. All three faced various charges, and all three had outstanding warrants. From the 24-Hour News Center, Austin, York News Radio 1080, KRLD. In the murder trial of Lisa Dykes of Mesquite, a DNA expert left little doubt that blood collected from Dykes' home matched the DNA of a Seattle woman who had gone missing five months before, Dallas County biologist Amanda Webb. The DNA profiles obtained from those two samples were from a single female that matched the DNA profile of Maricelo Botello Valdez. Prosecutors say Dykes killed Valadez after finding her in bed with Dykes' boyfriend, Chuck Beltran. Beltran also facing a murder charge, but is expected to testify against Dykes, and that could happen as soon as today or tomorrow. Fort Worth and Textot are joining forces to keep the city clean. KRLD's Andrew Greenstein explains. The city of Fort Worth and Textot are working together in a pilot partnership in which the city will provide supplemental litter pickup. O'Neill Johnson with Fort Worth's Environmental Services and Solid Waste Division says it's meant to address concerns that residents and visitors have expressed. Over the course of past year, we've had some challenges. Litter along not only the highways, but our green spaces. The pilot efforts are along 35W between downtown Fort Worth and I-20 and I-30 from downtown to the west, including interchanges and select bridges. Now, those areas are normally maintained by TxDOT, which has crews picking up litter and sweeping the roadway on mainly a bi-weekly basis. The city will go in and do that work in between those scheduled cleanings. From the 24-Hour News Center... Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Meanwhile, in Fort Worth, school leaders are debating the possibility of closing schools because enrollment is declining, especially in elementary schools. Fort Worth is a booming city, and so our population in our schools should be growing, but they're not because parents do not want what Fort Worth ISD is selling. Holly Plemons decided to make a change. She pulled her children from Fort Worth ISD, choosing to pursue other avenues like homeschooling or charter schools. She's not alone. Data from the district shows over the past 10 years, total enrollment in Fort Worth ISD has dropped from more than 84,000 students to just over 71,000, a 16% decline in the student body. NBC5 found that 88% of those departures came among K-5 through students. They don't like what they're seeing in the schools in terms of discipline, um, in terms of outcomes and scores, and so parents are looking for other options. NBC5 went to district leaders, asking if they believe those concerns are driving families elsewhere. So um, I have seen the figures, um, and while initially I was concerned, Really, there's a lot of change going on in the Fort Worth ISD district at large. Andrea Araby is a VP with the district's Council of PTAs. She says she believes the district is responsive to parent concerns about issues like curriculum and discipline. 
She says one of the factors drawing students out of Fort Worth ISD is the growth in local charter schools. I know that the charter schools in our area are also building right within neighborhoods. So you have a new neighborhood school, but it's not necessarily a public school. She also says neighborhood demographics have changed, impacting attendance at some schools. Fort Worth ISD is now conducting a $2 million facilities master plan to evaluate campuses. Looking at the schools that have a lower enrollment, I mean, it's it's just like any business. We need to assess that. And if this isn't working, we, you know, we reevaluate and we do better. The plan could identify a need to close or move some campuses. Some say they're hopeful any steps taken would help secure the future of Fort Worth ISD. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to change and turn things around to what this population needs. And I do not see it as a setback. I see it as an opportunity. The Fort Worth School Board is set to get an update on that facility's plan in their upcoming January meeting. That's NBC5's Keenan Willard. Luka Doncic had the highest scoring first half triple-double in NBA history. 29 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists in the first half alone. He finished with 42 in the Mavs' 50-point win over the Utah Jazz. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.